Welcome back to Out of the Bubble. My name's Rachel Peru and I'm a grey-haired curve model and I'm going to be your host for the Outer Bubble podcast. I started a new career four years ago, age 46, and found on social media so many amazing, inspiring women who were really embracing life and leaving a trail of inspiration along the way, helping to break down those stereotypical middle-aged barriers. So I thought the podcast would be a great way to share some of these stories with you. So season three, I'm really excited to be back. I've been chatting with a diverse set of women of all ages, whose stories I know will help women become more confident in body and mind. Welcome back to another Out of the Bubble interview. And I am really excited this morning to be talking to the gorgeous plus size model, Kaiser Henrika. I first met Kaiser at the Real Catwalk, that's organized by model Christiana and Trafalgar Square last year. And as soon as I saw this vision in a bright orange swimsuit that looked like something out of Baywatch, strutting her stuff, I knew it was somebody I would like to get to know more. So I'm delighted to be talking to Kaiser this morning. So welcome to my friend Kaiser. Morning, Kaiser. Good morning, Rachel. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you this morning? Really good. It's a bit cloudy, maybe a bit rainy, but... Yeah, I feel good. I'm all dolled up and ready to face the day. You're looking very glamorous this morning, I have to say. I am actually doing a remote photo shoot uh, after this interview, so I'm excited to see if we can come up with some good photos. That'll be interesting. Yeah, no, I've seen a few people do it and they've had some really good kind of pictures. Yeah, be interesting. It, will, it will be a new concept, definitely. Um, yeah. It will be a hit or miss, but... We all have a lot of time in our hands, don't we? So why not? What's lockdown looking like for you? Lockdown has been extremely lonely. Um, I don't have any roommates. I live alone and my family is not in the same country. So Mm. I have been struggling quite a bit. If it wasn't for my content creation and social media, it, it would have been a lot harder, but yeah luckily we have video calls and uh, my friends have have really taken it as their task to to keep me company like <laughs> every single day and now i have a little dog here to keep me company for a few oh. days well. yeah so you can go out dog walking yeah exactly it's so nice to um go out a few times a day and yeah Lovely. Oh, that's so nice. So how yeah. long have you been in London? Because you're originally, you're, you're Finnish, aren't you? Yes, I'm from Finland originally, and I moved to London about three years ago. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been really nice. Uh, the only thing I regret is that I didn't move here sooner. So, oh, really? Yeah. I feel like London has so much to offer for me. Uh, so, yes, I'm quite happy, happy to be here. I feel at home, really. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. first met last year at Christiana's Real Catwalk, which I'm going to talk to you about later. But how did you, I mean, you, you looked amazing. You had this bright orange Baywatch style swimsuit. And I was like, I have got to get to know this woman because you just ooze confidence. You know, and, and you look so sexy and completely owned your look. You looked amazing. Have you Thanks. always had that sense of confidence? And uh, I think, I think I, I've always been confident since I was a little child. Um, I've always um, been very outspoken, very bubbly, 
friendly and funny so it has been easy for me to uh find new friends and uh and then when i realized that i can actually do modeling which was about five years ago um i just i just wanted to take a full advantage of what i have to offer even though i am plus size but i i feel very comfortable um in front of the camera and uh and yes i i think I think I've always been really confident. What tips could you give other women that might be struggling? Because I know so many women that aren't as confident as you um, at lots of different ages in life. Yeah. Uh, I think first you have to kind of learn to accept yourself and uh, try to focus on the positive or neutral things about, about you instead of the negative. So. Uh, what I always tell people that don't have the confidence, I tell them to go in front of the mirror and try to find three things that they do not hate about themselves mm. and repeat that every single day. Try to come up with three new things that they do not hate about themselves. And there you go. After one week, you have a, a big list of qualities that that you kind of feel comfortable with. Yeah. And then you can start... Um, accentuating those qualities in you when you go out and, and face the real world so I think that's a good start yeah because I think the thing with people that when we say we're body confident I think people assume that every single day you absolutely love yourself and you you, you never have bad days and that's just not true is it yeah there are no, days when you do feel that life's more difficult to, to accept your body yeah definitely I feel I feel like for me, it has been quite hard to accept the fact that I'm not um, very motivated during this lockdown now. So I, I have for completely forgotten about uh, exercising. I absolutely love doing uh, boxing. I love swimming. I can't do those things now. So I kind of feel like my, I'm letting my, myself go a bit. Although I'm blaming it on the on the lockdown, but I definitely feel like um, I'm seeing a different different me uh, mm. looking back from the mirror, uh, not that active me. And yes, that has definitely been a bit of an issue uh, that I do feel like I'm not that sexy, confident woman every single day just because. Mm. I don't get to be that active like I like I'm usually. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the the thing about social media, which has been fantastic whilst we're going through this. The downside yeah. to it is you are bombarded by people doing exercise videos after exercise videos after healthy eating plan, and you just come away thinking, God, I'm not doing any of that. So I'm, I, it does make you feel more negative about yourself. I think. That's true. Uh, I think all of my friends are doing some 30 day challenges. Mm. They're always uh, sending me links of this amazing personal trainers on YouTube and I should try this and I should try that. But I just can't find that, find that motivation right now. It's, it's quite difficult to just, you know, get out of the bed in the morning, make yourself a cup of coffee. And then for me, I need to kind of do social media and content creation every single day. So on top of that, I need to do my face and my hair every day. That's a lot of work mm. one day in this kind of situation where you're just stuck at home. Yeah, especially when you're on your own. I think that's, that's really exactly. hard. Exactly, yeah, definitely. So let's start about when you, when you 
first started getting into modeling how did you find it going into it as a plus size model um for me it was uh, one day that really made it for me so i found this casting for a makeover day where they would do my hair and makeup and there would be a professional photographer there and uh, i did that day i got the edited images back and realized that i can actually model it was my first time doing that ever that was about five years ago now five six years ago and um and it just felt like i belonged there it's a weird feeling that feeling when the flash comes off and you're yeah. just like this is what i want to do and i've always been like very comfortable uh having my pictures taken even with my friends i've never cared about my size but um one of the reasons why i moved to london was because uh the plus size market is not really booming yet in finland mm -hmm. so i wasn't able to do this in finland so it was a strategic move for me yeah. uh moving moving to london and get this really going and i've been doing it uh ever since so i think i had my first photo shoot in london just one month after i moved to london so oh, that's brilliant yeah. and did you do you ever get nervous in front of the camera because I, I absolutely love being in front of the camera but i do have that adrenaline rush and the, the kind of anxiety before i do it do you do you ever get that and if you do how do you manage it um there have been a couple of moments where i felt like if i don't give my best right now uh then my modeling career would be over which is not true but uh especially when i'm doing a photo shoot with somebody else especially a male model yeah. it's a different kind of dynamic and uh you really need to kind of even accept accept your body even more than you you normally do you need to be really in tune with your body and and with the beauty that you you have in order to have that dynamic duo moment with somebody so i i think duo photo shoots for me are the most nerve-wracking mm. but then whenever i go abroad and i work with a photographer that i've just talked with online and I have no idea whether it's going to be good or bad, uh, yeah. which happened in South Africa, where I was in January. I did two photo shoots there. Both of the ladies were absolutely amazing, but it, it, it's, it's weird because you don't know them and you just start shooting. It's like you're thrown into the deep end and you just have to give it your all. And you obviously kind of want to maintain your name as this experienced model so you need to make those poses every five seconds and really really have that high energy so i think yeah. those two occasions i felt like um i'm a bit nervous yeah but i was going to ask you about your travel because you've done some amazing shoots in countries like india like you said south africa obviously What's, have you seen a difference in attitudes towards plus size models when you've worked in different countries? Oh, yes, in, definitely, especially in South Africa and India, they're in love with plus size models. Uh, mm -hmm. So I just felt, I felt so empowered because um, I got messages from photographers and makeup artists there telling me that they would be honored to do a shoot with me and i was like i'm honored to do a shoot with you so uh yeah definitely it was a different kind of 
appreciation uh, over a curvaceous body. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely more than in London and in India. Obviously, I don't I don't look uh, look like everybody else in India. So even me just walking down the street, people will take pictures with me. Yeah. So it was a it was very flattering, I would say, and. Yeah, I, I hope that one day when I go to a shoot in London, someone would be as excited as they were. Yeah. I mean, have you noticed changes since you first got to London um, in the last three or four years in the plus size market and the way the media represent plus size women? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I, when I first moved to London, it was still quite small in a way that I would attend to a casting and then they, they would say, they're not looking for a bigger model. And now the last few months, even like the last year, I've seen a big change. They were just, they are just telling me that, that I'm not what they're looking for, but they're kind of forgetting the fact that I'm bigger or not mentioning that I'm curvy or plus size. I'm just a model, but maybe I'm not what they're looking for. So there's a big change in, in terms of dropping the labels, definitely. How do you feel about the plus size label? Does it bother you? Do you? Um, I actually like it because um, I feel like I'm not a curvy model. Hmm. Curvy model for me is maybe size 12, 14 tops that has the curves in all the right places. And even though I have the curves, curves in all the right places, I still have a lot more yeah. in, in other places where people shouldn't have curves. So, so uh, I think a plus size model is a good term uh, for somebody that hasn't met me and I would have to describe myself, but I would like to go to a point where I am just a model. Yeah, yeah, completely yeah. agree. I mean, I've seen... Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you're like a chameleon. You look so different in all your photographs. You can really create some different looks and different images. What's your favorite kind of shoots? What do you like doing the most? Um, I have two types. So I love to create editorial fashion uh, photos, like really weird angles, beautiful garments and accessories with them. And just to kind of show that even though you're plus size, you don't always have to just do straight kind of this normal fashion photo shoot. You can do a bit more and create that interest in that photo. That's something that stands out. And then I, I would say lingerie is my mm. other absolute favorite. It's funny because there's so many things about my body that obviously I'm not comfortable with. And lingerie shows off most of them, mm. but still, I feel I feel so empowered. I feel sexy. Yeah. I feel beautiful whenever I am doing a lingerie shoot. So, yeah, I think those two. I'm the same. I never in my million years thought in my forties I would be happy and confident wearing lingerie and modelling lingerie. Yeah, and that's one of my favourite jobs now. And it is that feeling of empowerment afterwards. You feel like, yeah, you know. Like I, you feel sexy and you're allowed to express that on, on film. And I think women really struggle with that kind of sexual side of showing themselves. How do we help women overcome that? Because it does make you feel good afterwards. Um, I think it's, it's, a, it's a very difficult question because you really need to be in peace with yourself first before you can actually 
uh, be comfortable in wearing lingerie and maybe let somebody take your picture. Uh, boudoir is a good concept for that, kind of creating those soft, sensual images. If you don't want to show off too much, you can just show off a little bit of skin here and have a, have a robe or kimono on you. And I think that's the kind of the right, right way to go about it. Not putting the most sexiest lingerie on and having a whip in your hand yeah. and be like, I can do this if you're yeah. not, if you can't. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like you just have to start very slowly and find that sensual, sensual point where, where the, the picture is taken. And then you can start to go to the higher levels whenever you're comfortable with it. I mean, we, so we met at the Real Catwalk. Yeah. What made you, what, what made you want to join Christiana's Real Catwalk in Trafalgar Square? Um, I think for me, the biggest motivation for that was Christiana herself. I followed her journey for so long and I think she is so real. She is being herself in every situation she's doing social media with such confidence uh without makeup on being goofy being silly but also being so loving and caring towards everybody and making sure that her message is loud and clear which is inclusivity and body acceptance so uh she was the main reason why i wanted to do that and maybe secondly I wanted to show that I'm confident uh, in myself and me going there with my swimsuit, ridiculously sexy Baywatch thing with golden accessories and everything. Maybe I was hoping to give that little drop of confidence to somebody that is maybe struggling with their confidence, still showed up, but doesn't know if she she's she or he's able to do it do that so maybe they looked at me yeah. they said okay she's big she can do it so i can do it yeah i mean you did look amazing and for me it's one of the highlights of my year through the real catwalk i absolutely love it there's just that sense of community and of acceptance from everybody and to watch the people at the beginning and then see how nervous they are. And then the, after they've done it, their reaction. And you just come away feeling so much better about yourself. It's really exactly. And then not forgetting the most important fact, which is that you met amazing people there. I would have never probably uh, met you if it wasn't for no. the real catwalk. And there's just that this small group of friends that are now really keeping in contact all the time. And I just, feel like that's that's the main message to have uh, friends from different age groups different races and different sizes and just celebrating yourself yeah 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 well that's what i love when you contacted me to do the makeup challenge the TikTok oh yes challenge. so it was about how many of us was the six of us from the six from of the us yes and we did that no rush challenge that has been going on for about a month now yeah. in social media so um yeah my my idea was to just show that our, us girls who were in that uh real catwalk we are all very different mm -hmm. from, we are we are all we don't look alike at all we are uh 
we are beautiful, but we are so different. And I just wanted to show that that everybody's able to do whatever they want. And it's for me, like message for Christiana as well. It's all about accepting yourself. Yeah. That's the main thing. Yeah. I mean, you use your social media platform in such a positive way. And I did read about um, you highlighting the issue of the nightclub when you were told that you could only have two or three plus size models. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So, um, this is some something that I still get contacted about after even it's been almost two years now. Um, so I wanted to throw um, an amazing birthday party for my friends and I wanted to go to Mayfair, maybe a high end club just to have that little bit of luxury. And uh, I asked one of the Mayfair club promoters, they have an account on Instagram and I contacted his account asking if, if I could get this VIP table from one of their clubs and, uh, and that I'm bringing eight to 10 friends along. And then the answer was, um, sure, we can arrange that as long as you don't bring more than two or three plus size people. And as long, the minute I read the message, I was just so shocked mm. that I immediately posted it on Instagram. And then I think within the first one hour, it just spread all over. And next day I was on Channel 5 News, live news, talking about this discrimination. Uh, I was a newspaper. So I just feel like that was one of the nastiest thing you can do to somebody telling that they are not good enough because of their size yeah. and i really wanted to shout shout it out clear and loud that it's not okay mm. yeah good for you i mean it it's it's sad that it's still that attitude in in society towards plus size people so how do we overcome that how do we get people to stop being so judgmental um, I think we're going to the right direction uh, right now, but we just need to push it even more and more and, mm. and make sure that there's enough representation in social media of all mm. kinds of bodies, uh, all, uh, all ages, all rage, races and all sizes. It's just, it doesn't matter what you look like when you go out. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be even a thing. Mm. So, um, yeah, just keep on shouting, be yeah. louder. Yeah. Keep on doing that until you feel like you can be comfortably in anywhere you go. You mm. can feel comfortable. You can feel included, but I still, I think we still have a long way to go. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. What about brands that you've worked with? Do you, what are your favorite kind of most inclusive, diverse brands that you've worked with? Uh, I've recently actually focused more on the smaller brands just mm. because I feel like so many people are posting about these uh, high, no, fast fashion brands, yeah. I would say. And they have millions of followers and their businesses are doing quite well as it is. Uh, but I feel like the smaller brands maybe need a little bit of boost, mm. especially in the times like this. So I think 
some of the brands that I love to work with, I would say Deer Curves is one of my favorites because I'm going to be there um the face of the brand for for this year as long as soon as the lockdown is over we're gonna uh, do the new collection and i feel really happy doing it with them because they're a small brand but they're loud and a little bit a little bit sassy sassy a little bit bougie even and that's me so i'm happy to represent a brand where i feel like Every single thing I wear is completely me. Mm. But obviously then there's other brands that I would like to work with, which is Simply Be because of their very positive, uh, self-accepting message as well. Yeah. So I would love to see you in a Simply Be advert. Yeah. I would love to see you in a campaign. Because I keep pushing. About, I've been going yeah. to the castings. I keep pushing. Because they, one do, day. they do great clothes for a, a really wide range of sizes, but their campaigns always let them down because they never push it so that they have yeah. size 18, yeah. size 20 models that they should be using. Yeah, that's true. But um, I'm quite happy with the brands I work with at the moment. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's always, always nicer to get 20 brands working with me but then i feel like i i want to feel comfortable with their message as well and i want to feel comfortable with the with the clothes that um that i'm kind of representing so it needs to be me it needs to look like me yeah how ambitious are you then where do you see yourself in the next five years oh this is this is a tough one in three to five years, I hope that I will be a well-known name, especially in Finland, since I'm trying to really be the face of body positivity in Finland. So uh, that's something that I'm focusing on right now, uh, creating workshops and events for ladies to feel empowered. Uh, so doing that is one of my main focus uh, but then in the UK obviously I want to build myself as a brand I want to um, be able to get my YouTube channel going mm-hmm. and I want to be able to maybe show myself as a person a little bit more rather than just the model so that's yeah. what I've been trying to do in this past few weeks now I feel like it's more important for my followers to find out who am I instead of just showcasing pretty pictures. So yeah, getting more connected with my followers would be yeah. the other thing, definitely. That's one thing I've really enjoyed about the lockdown is because I've been wanting to do Zoom live interviews like this for months, but I've been putting it off just because it's that that kind of thing of being in front of the camera all the time talking. Yeah. And so this has forced me out of my comfort zone and actually I've absolutely loved it because it means I get to see you and I get to talk to and connect with people. So I think you're right. I think it's about people wanting to see more of the real person behind the behind the the camera. It's all about how how you represent yourself that there's there's a person behind all these modeling influencing there's a person with actual feelings and what i've tried to do is really tell my followers when i'm not feeling well as well i'm not always like completely dolled up and ready to go and feeling fabulous i have those days when i feel like i can't do this 
and that's what i need to show them as well because yeah. it's very important to stay real how do you feel about the whole influencer side of things on, on instagram do you think it's kind of reached saturation point do you think it's going to just grow and get bigger because brands are going to start using them even more how do you feel about it uh right now um especially during this lockdown i feel like people are really really trying to trying to push their stuff out and especially in instagram there are lives going on every single yeah. minute it's a bit too much sometimes it's a bit too much i even feel like i need to get away from the social media for one day just to get my thoughts together there's so many ideas uh how to connect with your audience and people just come on live and just talk about whatever because they feel bored and there's so many influencers at the moment so I definitely feel like we have a lot of influencers, but then in terms of actual uh, professional modeling regarding different age groups and regarding different sizes, there could be a lot more. Yeah. Well, I can't wait till we get through this and you and I can do a photo shoot together. And really, oh, we've been planning this for so long. It'll be we're gonna, And we'll probably have to do a lingerie one because we both love it so much. Definitely. Yeah, you're on. <laughs> So my last three questions I ask everybody. So do you have a favorite song that always motivates you? I have two. Right. So uh, Beyonce, Love on Top. Yeah. Uh, although it's kind of a love song that you would sing to somebody, I sing it to myself. It has a powerful message, makes me feel good. You're the one I want. You're the one I need. Yeah, I, this, is, this is all I want. This is all I need. If, mm. if I love myself, I can make it. I can make stuff happen. Like that's a powerful message for me. Yeah. And then Corinne Bailey Ray's put your records on just because mm. I can listen to it when I'm cleaning. I can listen to it when I'm doing my makeup. And it's just this feel good flowy song with no worries. Yeah. So I would say those two definitely. Yeah, I'll give you those two. And what yeah. about a book? What about a book that's inspired you? Do you get, do you read much? Uh, I'm a very bad reader. I I have a very kind of short attention span, <laughs> which is, uh, I think everybody has at this point uh, after yeah. five weeks, six weeks, seven weeks of lockdown. But the only books that I've ever read fully and then gone back to them and read it all over again are the books by Khaled Hosseini. Oh, yeah. um, great author kind of has very real and raw way of explaining difficult life stories they're heartbreaking i feel like crying but i love reading about different cultures so i would say his books especially the kite runner one yeah. of my favorites so yeah whenever i feel like i want to just put my phone down focus on something for a while i need it to be meaningful i don't want to just focus on a book that is is just this light romantic story i need it to be a real heartbreaking true story yeah fabulous and what yeah. about who inspires you this is a, this is the easiest question you've given me all day um <laughs> i would say my dad Hmm. My dad is my biggest inspiration. My dad is big, bold, loud, funny, and has always had the 
the best self-confidence and has always taught me since I was a young child that I can do whatever I want to do. I'm the prettiest girl in the world. And he just, and I wouldn't say, I, you can't say to a person that somebody's not good looking, but he's just a normal looking guy who happens to be quite big, but he thinks he's the best looking guy in the world. Brilliant. And if he can see that from the mirror every single morning, I think that's really good. Yeah. You can, you can really see the, the beauty uh, in, in yourself. Then you, something is very right here. Yeah. So, so yeah, my dad, definitely not just because uh, he's comfortable with himself and his body, but he's comfortable when he walks into a room, everybody, everybody just waits for him to start the discussions. Everybody laughs at his jokes. So he's just, I want to be like him and I'm wow. trying so hard to be, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying so hard to be like him. And uh, I feel like um, I'm the mini version of my dad, to be honest. Uh, and yeah, I just, I just love his confidence so much. Well, it clearly has rubbed off on you because you know, the, the Instagram name Kaiser Sparkle is an absolute perfection for you because when you walk into a room, you do sparkle and you do gain everybody's attention because you've just got this brilliant personality and you're gorgeous. So it's clearly- Oh, thank you, Rachel. That's so kind of you. Thank you so much for talking to me today. It's been an absolute pleasure and I can't wait to catch up with you out of all this and I hope the shoe goes well today that'll be interesting Ooh, I'm so excited it's nice to do something different for a while and um yes um feeling energetic today which is which is really nice yes so uh thank you so much for having me and a pleasure oh my god I wish I could get half of that glow that you have on your face every day I would be the happiest <laughs> person in the world <laughs> well thank you take care of yourself and enjoy the dog whilst you've got him oh thank you so much have a good day <laughs> and you bye stay with everything kaiser is getting up to please go give her a follow you can find her on instagram at kaiser sparkle and she's also on facebook at kaiser henrika model so thanks for listening and i hope you've been left feeling inspired don't forget you can now subscribe to my youtube channel rachel peru model so you can keep up to date with all the interviews i'll be back next week in the meantime keep being fabulous Thank you for listening to this week's Out of the Bubble and I hope it's left you feeling inspired. I'd love to hear from you. Who inspires you and why? Please get in touch. You can contact me via my website rachelperumodel.com or leave a message on the Anchor app. And if you're listening via iTunes, don't forget you can leave feedback. In the meantime, keep being fabulous. <laughs>